the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome, 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 welcome. We do this to get to retirement. We do this to love and cherish and honor those around us. I appreciate you. Today's headlines, stories that are out there, let's learn from them. Let's not just see what's going on. And when you hear, you know, Trump versus Amazon, Amazon trumped again. Now, we've, we've come up with a, the action verb being Amazoned. But how about being trumped? Well, it's always been around, right? <laughs> kind of. Um, Spotify, the streaming music service, it's filed back in February for direct listening on the NASDAQ, starts trading soon, publicly traded. Do we need Spotify? We have Apple Music. We've got Pandora. We've got, well, I guess maybe we do because Spotify is rock, scissors, paper better than Pandora, right? That's where our thoughts are. Despite competition from Apple's music, Apple's Apple Music, and others, Spotify's richer music data and singular focus is going to enable it to offer the best service in terms of music discovery, so says some analysts. I just, I don't know. Aren't music subscriptions like magazine subscriptions of the 21st century? What was the 20th century magazine subscription? Isn't music subscriptions like there's not a lot of loyalty? A little bit, a little bit. Little bit, little bit, let me in. RBC's Mark Mahaney is looking at Spotify, and he's going to call it a $220 stock. He sees global leader. He sees very large global market. He sees business model is inflicting up. I would go as far as to say if Apple is the big corporation, then Spotify is the not big corporation in people's minds. So Donald Trump like I said, is pushing on Amazon. And one of the things he's hitting on them for a second day in a row is the United States Postal Service. Uh, I made a huge mistake on TV 10 years ago, and I almost lost my TV gag. And I was, I was kind of playing into the U.S. Postal Service cliches. Cliches that are, you know, they're not exactly rocket scientists working at the Postal Service. You know, they deliver mail to the rockets, the rocket groups. Um, I, I, and I said something stupid like that. And I remember just like thinking, oh, I got to be more responsible with your words. But Donald Trump today is saying that, you know, he's kind of bringing back up 2016. And if you don't think 2018 was a fascinating year for Trump, the year where he started making up his cabinet to be what he wanted it to be, a lot of yes men. A lot of people who are like, whoa, good job, man from the 80s. Let's uh, bring down that wall. And it's like, didn't we already bring that down? 
So, um, so 2017, Trump's cabinet kind of had a Wall Street feel to it, where you can kind of forgive it because, like, I remember at one point in time, George W. Bush, people said he's just going to be the chief executive officer of the United States. He's going to hire the right people. And what he did was he did hire kind of like the right politicians, per se, or the right political people, whereas Trump is now just hiring the right television people who tend to agree with him or whose ideas resonate with him or who's resonated with them on TV. He resonated with them on TV. So big, big push on the U.S. Postal Service today by Donald Trump saying that Amazon's abusing you guys. Now... I think he's wrong on taxes, and Amazon's going to benefit from tax law changes with smaller retailers. Uh, they're going to hurt. So I, I think Trump's tax plan helped Amazon, and now he's trying to say negatives on Amazon and saying, say Amazon hurts small retailers more so Amazon does. Uh, his tax cuts will hurt small businesses. Elsewhere out there, Facebook is in the news. Are they done going down? SunTrust Robinson Humphreys, Yusuf Squally, he's an analyst, he says, I think it's a buy rating, and I have a $225 tar- price target, and this is the first time you've seen a meaningful drop in the stock in a long time. It's down 17% from its highs. I like that call of the day. The Oakland A's have been eliminated from this year's baseball postseason. The Oakland A's have been eliminated. I know you're saying, has it baseball even started? That's the joke. The Washington Post has an interesting piece today. I read the Post, the New York Times, Barron's, Wall Street Journal, Financial Times. Um, To me, the most important one on a day-by-day basis is typically something along the lines of, the Wall Street Journal. But the Washington Post had a really good article on cinematic virtual reality as the latest hope for the virtual reality industry. And Steven Spielberg with his Ready Player One and trying to get more immersive into movies and movie theaters. This should play well for companies like NVIDIA and Advanced Micro Devices. When an Uber ran over someone, AMD and... NVIDIA stock falls. People are like, oh no, self-driving cars are coming off the road. And they make a lot of the chips that are in self-driving cars, that are in data centers, that are in computers, that are in high-end graphics, that are in 3D, that are in car sensors. And uh, so on one hand, Uber runs someone over, that's a negative. Sell the stocks. And then you're like, well, let's see what's happening with cinematic virtual reality. Hey, buy the stocks kind of thing. That's one where you have one crazy idea and you're allowed to go with it. But for 5% of your portfolio, when you start with a 2% level and you build when it drops to 3%, and then you build when it drops to 4%, or you can go 2.5 and 2.5, or you can go 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, or you can go whatever works for you. Are you with me or are you against me? This is a civil war. 800-516-1220. Will Farrell is saying he can no longer in good conscience use Facebook. Um, okay. 
Uh, comedian Will Ferrell has joined the small chorus of public figures deleting their Facebook accounts. It's 130% true. He said he's going to leave the page live for 72 hours in order to let the post circulate. That puts his Facebook expiration date um, about two to three days from now. If I know my 24 hours, 48 hours, 72 hour math in my head. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Facebook's still reeling. And when you have big celebrities say they're going to pull out, I, I just interrupt us, post us, you know, interrupt us, post us, Facebook us. Uh, if you want to pull out of Facebook, that's fine. I get it. But there's not a lot of other options out there for people. There's, there's not a lot of competition. Maybe this is the time. And I, you know, again, we've been saying for years, you know, security, cybersecurity is going to be huge. And part of that is on your own end, you know, password one, two, three, not a good password. Pass, password seven, better. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at Rob Black Show. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Amazon's still in the news. Amazon shares have slumped. Again, not bad, but it's a big number, but it's not a bad number. It's a big number in that you feel like, whoa, but you kind of have to stop and remember, like, what is the value of this company? What's their market cap? And that's when you, I worry more about, I don't worry. I look more at market cap than I do at anything else. Um, so when I see a stock down 38, I'm like, what's market? How much market cap is it losing? Is this a billion dollar buying opportunity or is it a $10 buying opportunity? Amazon's going to fight back after the White House. Um, so there's no immediate plans for policy changes. So there's some, there's some drama out there, right? Are you with me or against me? You got to pick a side, so to speak. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, some other big stories out there today of note. Um, and I think there are, you know, on any given day, plenty of stories that we could talk about. U.S. weekly jobless claims hit 215,000. Jobless claims, you lose a job, you march down to the unemployment, or you march to your computer and do a jobless claim. They dropped 12,000 to a seasonally adjusted 215,000. Any number under 350,000, 400,000 is pretty strong for our economy. And again, this is one of those things where I'm not saying you can now go home, uh, but go enjoy your, your, your weekend kind of thing. Don't, whatever happens on the market today, know that we're, we've got jobs. Um, men without hats. You know, we have jobs, even though we may not have hats. We have jobs. Um, How important is that? It's the only thing. If I could only if I it's it's it would be precedent if I could only look at one thing. So claims now have been in that lower than 300,000 threshold, which is associated with a strong labor market for 158 straight weeks. Ah, but do you like your job? Yeah, do I like my job? <laughs> you know, right? That's what everyone's going to be saying. So Starbucks in the news today. Um, some people think that what Trump is doing, well, 
I always need to be real careful with how I talk because I don't want to come across as having an agenda. But I think it's fair to say, diplomatically speaking, that how our president is perceived internationally does have a ramification into how American companies are consumed. For instance, do you remember um, at some point in time our... Congress was so, I don't know, what what do you say here? I'm not going to say they had their heads up their tushies, but do you remember when they banned the word French fries and they called them freedom fries on Capitol Hill? Because we didn't like something France was doing at that point in time. I know you're French and you make fries and you look at Americans eating their hamburgers with two hands and you go, that is disgusting. You look at our coffee. You go, that's not coffee. We, f- we press ours here. So there's going to be times where the U.S. economy, where we're like, we don't, we, we don't have good associations with France, so we don't go to France. We don't have good associations, like maybe there's terrorism or something like that. We're like, oh, I'm not going there. So there's something to be said about companies like Starbucks on the opposite side. How are Americans perceived, and do people want to be tied with, you know, American? You remember, come on. The 1980s and Russia and Billy Joel and we didn't start the fire. And, you know, it's, it's, Russians wanted blue jeans. They wanted blue jeans. And you're like, what? Like Wranglers? More like Levi's, but same idea. So, um,. So that that whole international perception of what you know we're so China's getting hurt right now. No, no, no. Starbucks is getting hurt right now because of China. Wedbush Securities lowered their rating to neutral from outperform. Predicting the company's sales growth will come in below expectations. The China analysis points to lower contribution to overall revenue growth than initial management commentary. China. Um, obviously very important to Starbucks to the point that their management talks about it. Um, China will produce only 20% of the company's revenue growth in fiscal 2019. And yet, here's my opinion on China, or Starbucks in particular. Uh, I love it. In large part, they've got a long way to go. And they've got a great rewards program. Fantastic. And when you have a great rewards program, you tend to stick with it as long as you're, it has a stickiness to it. You've probably had an airline rewards card or a credit card travel rewards card or something. And you tend to stick with it. Now, I, you know some people are like, oh, I got a new credit card this month. Take a look at this. Take a look. Oh, no, I got a new credit card this month. Take a look at this. And you've seen that for sure. For sure. For sure. I'm a valley girl. and There's no cure. But so Starbucks to me, they kind of have a stickiness. And they have opportunities. Now, again, they also have some downsides. Like, at one point in time, they're like, their opportunity is like, hey, American malls need coffee. When people walk around, they need coffee. And then, you know, American malls aren't doing so well anymore because of Amazon. But I have a, I have an okay feeling about Starbucks. I'm not going to say it's my, it's my next Netflix. It's my next Google. At the end of this year, you'll be up 35%. I think in the next three, five, ten years, you'll be up. Sold a broker advisor for Virginia Action on any stocks mentioned on the show. But the forward dividend in the yield of Starbucks gets you about 
to park some money there. I like it. I'm not going to say that's the biggest dividend I've ever seen. Ooh, is that a dividend in your stock? Yes, I like dividends. Wow. Dividends and stock buybacks are there. That's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And then you have to get some earnings and some other things to obviously make things work. But you get the idea. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. We could talk about colleges. We could talk about investing. We could talk about the economy. We could talk about the volatility in the stock market where we're kind of stuck in a trading range. Some people think we're going to break down because of that. It's a little too early to, to say that because it's been two and a half months of super up, super down, super up, super down. Big moves. Not a lot of fear. You kind of want some fear. Big event coming up. You can find out more and sign up for it by going to Rob Black's show. Rob Black's show. Anytime I'm doing a seminar in your area, you use the code radio25 at Rob Black's show. Get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I kind of wish I could do impressions better than I can. I can do a couple. I can do Rick from The Walking Dead. I can do Fozzie Bear. Fozzie Bear from The Muppets. Uh, and then, then I start getting a little thin on my impressions. You've heard me try to do accents on the show, and it's not good. It's not pretty. President Trump, and I kind of here's where I kind of wish I could do the President Trump impression because I could try to write humor into the show. He's a showboat. He's a grandstander. Can you imagine today? There's there, one of the the top business stories going around on uh, CNBC and Bloomberg and all the financial media is President Donald Trump lashed out again at Amazon in a tweet today as the company stock tanked following a report that said he wants to go after the e-commerce giant for alleged antitrust violations. So the joke would be something like, hey, hey, come here. And see, see I don't even know who that is. Hey, hey, come here. Oh, that's awful. I'm, em- I'm embarrassed. But um, Stormy, Stormy, come here. I want to show you that. I'm going to send out a tweet. Let's watch Amazon stock go down. Ooh, look at that. Look at that, Stormy. And you're saying, that's not funny. Because that's not even close. Very to, funny. Uh, Mr. Trump. So Trump has blasted Amazon on social media in the past, and the e-commerce companies hurting the retail industry and causing U.S. job losses. Um, so that's out there. And you can take a look at Amazon, and do you think that they hurt the economy? Do you think that they help the economy? Do you think that maybe the post office and FedEx and UPS should have improved their business models instead of you know saying, well, we're basically monopolies. We don't need to do anything. And then you get a young company like an Amazon coming in there and saying, you know, we can, we can push you. We can push Walmart. We can push Target. We can push mom and pops. Do better or look or go away. So those are that's one of the big stories of the day. But again, I wish I could do impressions. I can't. I'm sorry. Uh, maybe your next host will be able to. Maybe your next host will be able to. Um, but as of me, not so much. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Let's bring in CFP, Chad Burton. Let's do a little Mr. Burton and Mr. Black interchange. Mr. Burton, joining me now, CFP. 
Chad Burton. Hello, Mr. Burton. Hello, Mr. Black. We were talking during what we're going to talk about, and we're going to talk about education and incomes and how they collide, uh, especially heading towards retirement. What's your thoughts? Well, yeah, I mean, if we talk about it in terms of, you know, you have enough to retire. Okay. You know, you know you're on track. Um, what's an easy way to realize that is you have, you know, plenty of cash and you're basically just living off your Social Security and the dividends from your stocks. Yeah. And that's even more than enough. Even most of your dividends you're reinvesting. Yeah. You have more than you need. Good. Right? You're, yeah. you're in great shape. You're spending what you want. And you know you're going to be leaving assets to kids. Mm. So then you get to think, start thinking about different things. Um, and it's really important to look at your overall family situation and, and do tax bracket management when it comes to your investing. So one of the things that you look at is, is I gave an example uh, on the show yesterday, on the 1 o'clock show, about, uh, you know, let's say grandma has a $200,000 IRA. She doesn't need it. She's taking minimum required distributions from it. That's kind of a nuisance. She's got a lot of extra cash on the sidelines, and she's not that high of a tax bracket. So she decides to convert the IRA to a Roth IRA. Right. Okay. She has to pay the taxes out of somewhere else, but her idea is she wants to leave it to her granddaughter. And uh, so, if she's seventy years old, and even if she gets like a five percent rate of return in twenty years or so when she passes, that's going to be over well over half a million dollars. Nice, nice grandmother in a, in a Roth IRA. And in a Roth IRA, you don't have to take required minimum distributions, so it just compounds tax free for for whoever you leave it to. It sounds like a Mitt Romney kind of deal. <laughs> it's kind of, there you go. Yeah. So, I mean, what's so great about that is that if you name the beneficiary the right way, when grandma dies, granddaughter can roll it into an inherited IRA, Roth IRA. An inherited Roth IRA. What does so, grandson do that was so wrong? Well, so, you know, just only child. Okay, okay, um, okay, fair, fair. I could make up another story, like died in a bad car wreck, motorcycle, usually a motorcycle versus car. That's not funny. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what you hear in the Bay Area all the time. You know, I had an eight-year-old cousin die in a motorcycle wreck. No, he didn't. No, I didn't. So. Anyways, moving on. So, so granddaughter inherited, and it's it's an inherited Roth IRA. And the the process for that, they actually, it, it's fairly simple. You have to work with people to make sure they know they know how to do this. But once granddaughter inherits it, she she has to pull out a little bit each year based on her life expectancy. But a yeah. thirty year old, that's a very small amount. She can pull out more if she wants to. So if she needs the money to go back to college, to buy her first house, she can pull lump sums out totally tax free. And make it last all throughout her retirement, and even the required minimum distributions are typically less than the growth rate. Normally, if you know if the market is does what it's done in the past, um, you can make them last multiple generations. So here's a story for you. Talk about multiple generations. Do you know who I'm related to? My aunt is your aunt uh, Shirley Temple Black. Shirley, Shirley, Shirley Temple Black. So her husband was an orphan. My uh, my dad was an orphan. My dad's sister was an orphan. So she, her, so wait her, a the ones so they got adopted into the family. Yeah. Okay. So <clears throat> he got adopted. Her husband Charles got adopted by the richest guy in California, basically PG and E. Was it Daddy Warbucks? It could have been Daddy Warbucks. Because <laughs> this sounds really familiar. <laughs> That's who she ended up marrying. Was orphan son of Daddy Warbucks. Oh. Daddy uh, PG and E. In this case, my dad never got adopted. Talking about, I was this close. To be in the son of a wildly famous, wildly wealthy person, and I got my dad. <laughs> Sucks to be me, huh? I don't know where to go with that. Charitable remainder trust. <laughs> I know, I know. Charitable remainder trust. Oh yeah, this is my favorite type of planning. Really? Absolutely. I love. What's your favorite separate. charity? Um, 
gosh. Well, one of, one of my favorites I like um, for a global one is Heifer International. Okay. Um, for local, I love Sh- uh, Shriners Children's Hospital. They do amazing things. They do? The heifer is the Bill Gates one that you can give a cow to a someone and they'll actually get milk out of it, yeah. not just a cow. You buy them goats, chickens, and things like that. And so we used to give out, you know, and back in the... Oh, five years ago plus, you know, at the holiday time, we'd give gifts, gift baskets and to clients and, you know, Thanksgiving time, things like that. And we realized that this just doesn't, you know, big deal. People get, I get four or five of those in the holidays from yep. various people that I work with. No one ever gives Attorneys, CPAs, things like that. I'm not liked. So we decided to take that money plus times two and then just give it to Heifer on, and on behalf of our clients. Uh, each and every year, and it does a heck of a lot of good, and I think people appreciate it a lot. Can you more. do it on behalf of Rob Black? Like, yes, just so I could get some charitable name going out there. Like, yeah, I'm all that in a bucket of chicken. Okay, okay. So I got. Let's daddy do issues. the rest of the events. Just have people write the check directly to charity for the rest of the year. That'd be great. Let's do it. So the problem is people don't have checks anymore. <laughs> it's true. So that's, <laughs> that's let's have true. them app it. I know people would get so concerned about doing stuff online, but uh, more of the fraud for money is on written checks that get washed. That's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black. Money, 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 money. We have a seminar coming up right around the corner. Typically every six weeks, maybe six to eight weeks sometimes. But I'm getting down to my final few years of doing that kind of thing. Um, I watched a special recently on Gary Shandling and you know how much angst and doubt that he had. And you know he never really... At one point in time, someone said, so why don't you do another TV show? And he goes, I've done two critically acclaimed shows. And it just, it, it, it bothered him that like people were like, hey, how come you're not working? <laughs> and he's like, maybe I'm enjoying or maybe I'm like becoming a teacher now or a tutor or a mentor. I think you got to shake it up on occasion. So sign up for an event at Rob Black's show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's really not meant for someone to go to events three or more times. Like, the first one or two is perfect. Because that's when you're sponging the information. After that, you're just, like, racked with self-doubt, and you should hire a financial planner, in my opinion. Use the code RADIO25 to get in at robblackshow.com. So this is a pretty good time to be selling your home. In theory... Depends on the market. Any time could be a good time to sell your home. But right in the months of May, May seems to be the magical time. In fact, there is a, wait for it, two-week window that has been deemed the best. Now, again, this gets kind of problematic because right now we probably have a realtor uh, drive around. Because you know, real, she's on her unicycle right now, and she's listening to the show. And she goes, "Is that true? Good time to sell your home is whenever you can give me a commission. I mean, good time to sell your home is whenever you want to." Um, yeah, again, it's based on location, location, location. But May one through May fifteen is, is deemed the best, where on average it's going to sell two weeks faster and for twenty four hundred dollars more. Now, when you think about twenty four hundred dollars more for buying a house or selling a house, it ain't that much. And that's when you start seeing that lingering later into the, you know, the summer, it's kind of about trying to get as much foot traffic as possible. There's obviously be, be premiums. For instance, like in San Francisco, if you sell during the first two weeks of May, it's about a $15,000 premium. Um, in Pittsburgh, it's going to be a lot less than that because it's timing the markets just a little bit different. 
So real estate is all about location, location, location. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Amazon shares have slumped again. Not bad, but it's a big number, but it's not a bad number. It's a big number in that you feel like, whoa, but you kind of have to stop and remember, like, what is the value of this company? What's their market cap? And that's when you just, I worry more about, I don't worry. I look more at market cap than I do at anything else. Um, so when I see a stock down 38, I'm like, what's market? How much market cap is it losing? Is this a billion dollar buying opportunity or is a $10 buying opportunity? Amazon's going to fight back after the White House. Um, so there's no immediate plans for policy changes. So there's some, there's some drama out there, right? Are you with me or against me? you got to pick a side, so to speak. Uh, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Um, some other big stories out there today of note. Um, and I think there are, you know, on any given day, plenty of stories that we could talk about. U.S. weekly jobless claims hit 215,000. Jobless claims, you lose a job, you march down to the unemployment, or you march to your computer and do a jobless claim. They dropped 12,000 to a seasonally adjusted 215,000. Any number under 350, 400,000 is pretty strong for our economy. And again, this is one of those things where I'm not saying you can now go home, uh, but go enjoy your, your, your weekend kind of thing. Don't, whatever happens on the market today, know that we're, we've got jobs. Um, men without hats. You know, we have jobs, even though we may not have hats, we have jobs. Um, How important is that? It's the only thing if I could only if I it's it's it would be precedent if I could only look at one thing. So claims now have been in that lower than 300,000 threshold, which is associated with a strong labor market for 158 straight weeks. Ah, but do you like your job? Yeah, do I like my job? <laughs> you know, right? That's what everyone's gonna be saying. So Starbucks in the news today. Um, some people think that what Trump is doing. Well, I always need to be real careful with how I talk because I don't want to come across as having an agenda. But I think it's fair to say, diplomatically speaking, that how our president is perceived internationally does have a ramification into how American companies are consumed. For instance, do you remember um, at some point in time our Congress was so, I don't know, what what do you say here? I'm not going to say they had their heads up their tushies, but do you remember when they banned the word French fries and they called them freedom fries on Capitol Hill? Because we didn't like something France was doing at that point in time. I know you're French and you make fries and you look at Americans eating their hamburgers with two hands and you go, that is disgusting. You look at our coffee. You go, that's not coffee. We, f- we press ours here. So there's going to be times where the U.S. economy 
where we're like, we don't, we, we don't have good associations with France, so we don't go to France. We don't have good associations, like maybe there's terrorism or something like that. We're like, oh, I'm not going there. So there's something to be said about companies like Starbucks on the opposite side. How are Americans perceived, and do people want to be tied with, you know, American? You remember, come on. The 1980s and Russian Billy Joel and we didn't start the fire. And, you know, it's, it's Russians wanted blue jeans. They wanted blue jeans. And you're like, what? Like Wranglers? More like Levi's, but same idea. So, um, so that that whole international perception of what you know we're so China's getting hurt right now. No, no, no. Starbucks is getting hurt right now because of China. Wedbush Securities lowered their rating to neutral from outperform, predicting the company's sales growth will come in below expectations. The China analysis points to lower contribution to overall revenue growth than initial management commentary. China, um, obviously very important to Starbucks to the point that their management talks about it. Um, China will produce only 20% of the company's revenue growth in fiscal 2019. And yet, here's my opinion on China, or Starbucks in particular. Uh, I love it. In large part, they've got a long way to go. And they've got a great rewards program. Fantastic. And when you have a great rewards program, you tend to stick with it as long as you're, it has a stickiness to it. You've probably had an airline rewards card or a credit card travel rewards card or something. And you tend to stick with it. Now, I, you know some people are like, oh, I got a new credit card this month. Take a look at this. Take a look. Oh, no, I got a new credit card this month. Take a look at this. And you've seen that for sure. For sure, for sure. I'm a valley girl and there's no cure. But so Starbucks to me, they kind of have a stickiness. And they have opportunities. Now, again, they also have some downsides. Like, at one point in time, they're like, their opportunities like, hey, American malls need coffee. When people walk around, they need coffee. And then, you know, American malls aren't doing so well anymore because of Amazon. But I have a, I have a okay feeling about Starbucks. I'm not going to say it's my, it's my next Netflix. It's my next Google. At the end of this year, you'll be up 35%. I think in the next three, five, ten years, you'll be up. Sold a broker advisor for Virginia. I'm trying any stocks mentioned on the show. But the forward dividend in the yield of Starbucks gets you about 2.0% to park some money there. I like it. I'm not going to say that's the biggest dividend I've ever seen. Ooh, is that a dividend in your stock? Yes, I like dividends. Wow. Dividends and stock buybacks are there. That's, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And then you have to get some earnings and some other things to obviously make things work. But you get the idea. So anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money investing and more. We can talk about colleges. We can talk about investing. We could talk about the economy. We could talk about the volatility in the stock market where we're kind of stuck in a trading range. Some people think we're going to break down because of that. It's a little too early to, to say that because it's been two and a half months. Of super up, super down, super up, super down. Big moves. Not a lot of fear. You kind of want some fear. Big event coming up. You can find out more and sign up for it by going to Rob Black Show. Rob Black Show. Anytime I'm doing a seminar in your area, use the code RADIO25 at Rob Black Show. Get in for free. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.